back again. Views from the chair. Girls are bad at flirting anyway. Uh, you said what? And the girls are bad at flirting for the most part, though. Like most girls you meet aren't the best at flirting. Uh, I I I tend to disagree. And like, or maybe I'm bad at flirting. I think yeah, I think they're shit. That could be it. That I could think be it. yeah, they're just way better at it. And I think they do that shit naturally, honestly. I think they do that shit without trying. Yeah, I'm I'm easily <laughs> I say, yeah. I'm easily rattled. Yeah, I can see you were shaking when you was hitting the hookah when you said I'm, I'm, easily, I'm easily rattled, man. I, I get rattled pretty easily. Like I'm not good at flirting until like my like eighth flirt. Like it takes me a little while to warm up. And then once I hit my like I hit my jaw, then I'm good. But it takes a while. You know, I really ease into it. I baby step into it. Yeah, I don't, I think I think once I, I catch a flirt, because they, they normally do it first. And once I catch one, it's over. I'm I'm the worst at reading flirts. So worse. Absolutely. It's so hard to read. It's not though, but it's it is. Not. It's, it's not. not only if you overthink the shit. It's so tough though, because sometimes you be like, yo, do they really mean that? Or is that just being friendly? And then you like, well, how many times are they just being friendly to be friendly too though? It's like not yeah. a lot. That's a good question. I think I think the 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 line between being friendly and flirting is very thin. Yeah, because like well that like the other shit is like girls are friendly too. So I'm like it is some friendly ass girls as well though. Yeah. So it's and tough. You can mistake the friendliness for flirting. And that's if that's if you do that, that's a bad misread, you know? That's yeah, a tough that's, misread. That's a horrible that's misread. A tough, they gotta be like a concrete for for you to yeah, be like, all you right. Have, you have a misread, a misread, or a fucking like Who that. You have misread a flirt before, like, oh, oh, oh my bad. A hundred percent. That's the worst, dog. The yeah, absolute like worst. Oh my god! You look like a dickhead. Like damn, I'm just being <laughs> nice. Oh, oh shit! All right. My yeah, bad. I'm 31 years old, still scared to death of misreading a flirt. That's funny. I think I think a lot of guys struggle with that one right there. Because nobody wants to be the creepy flirty boy, either. Nah, because then I mean, how do you even talk to the girl again? Or you no. think they're so used to it that they'd be like, all right, whatever. Just keep I it think. Moving. Also, like, I think, like, it depends on how, like, the girl's perception of you is, too. Like, if you misread a flirt and, like, they still think you're nice and cool and whatnot, it won't be a big deal. But if you misread it and they think you're kind of creepy, then it's like you just don't talk to them again. Yeah. I don't, I, I would hope I never came off as the creep. That was suck. Yeah, I don't think I give off creepy vibes. No. Nah. Um, I think I'm too quiet to give off creepy vibes. I'm too passive to give off creepy vibes. It's nothing worse than having that rep, though. Like, sometimes some motherfuckers would say something like, you ever have a friend be like, put me on? And mm-hmm. you try to put him on, and the, the girls be like, nah, he's creepy, dog. <laughs> no. I haven't had that one, but I can see it happening. As two of my friends, I've done, like that, that, like, multiple girls be like, nah, he's, he's too creepy. Yeah, it's too a aggressive. fine line of being persistent and creepy. Don't be the creepy guy, fellas. Don't, Don't be the creepy guy. guy. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Nah. All right, man. What do you want to start with? Uh, how was the weekend, man? What you get into? It was good. What did I do Friday? Oh, Friday. Um, I knew you were coming up Saturday, so I did a test run on Friday. Uh, bounced around downtown, had a late night. I got in like three. It was it was it was a lot a lot of drinking. Uh, Saturday, you guys all came up. 
Mm-hmm. There was a lot of drinking again. Um, seemed like a fucking tornado was going to hit us for a little bit there. I was a little nerve-wracked. Yeah, that, that shit was crazy. He said it was pretty bad in Delaware. Was it? Yeah, as far as the rain and the wind. I don't think a tornado came through, though. Yeah, so that was fun. Bounced around, did the back-to-back in the first time forever. And then Sunday, I thought I was going to have, like, a day off. And then I ended up doing a back-to-back-to-back. Um, mm-hmm. And surprisingly, I think it's my hydration level. I didn't feel awful on Monday. Got up, went to work. It was a good weekend overall. Nice, man. Uh, shit, basically had the same weekend as you uh, from Saturday to Sunday. Uh, Saturday. Went out with the friends, celebrated their birthday, bar hop, uh, had a blast. It was a, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, what pre Achilles tear? For you, it's had to be, yeah. Yeah, pre Achilles tear. Before it's been a go out and drink night. Um, Man, has it been that long? It had to be. Yeah, maybe even longer. That's crazy. Because we had just went out, I think, two weeks before then. And I was like, all right, birthday coming up. Got to hit this New York trip. Yeah, then you're right. A, then I hear a knock and the Achilles is gone. Yeah, you are right. You are yeah. right. The funny thing yeah. about the weekend was, uh, oh, well, you can finish your recap first. No, nah, yeah, Sunday. Uh, Sunday was cool. Had a game. We lost a heartbreaker. Um, good game, nevertheless. Then uh, celebrated the birthday again with the fam. Uh, fam and friends. It was a it was a good time. Watch the Natty. Uh, we'll get into that a little. Yeah, that was a good game. But uh, yeah, good weekend for me. Dude, I always like to like when I walk into a house full of crowd, like a bunch of people. Even though if I know them all, I always like to ease into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so luckily, like all your cousins, little cousins were outside playing uh, football, and I was like, oh, let me go throw throw the ball around with the boys, you know, like yeah, get to know the kids. Um. I haven't talked to your ladies' kid yet, so I like, yeah, let me let me get this bond in because he's gonna be around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I go chop it up with them, dog, and I'm like, y'all all time QB, they all play football, like we'll play two on two. And I thought it was gonna be like a fun, like them little motherfuckers was intense, dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. playing to win, bro. Like they was playing to, and when I was missing throws, it was hot. Yeah, it was yeah. hot. Like yo, you gotta throw. I'm trying to spread the love, like give it there, like everybody get a Johnny. Like yo, I'm open. You gotta hit. You got to hit me. That's the funniest shit, coaching that age group, because all those kids are the same age as the kids I coach. And uh, they don't care about – they do care about the ball, but at the end of the day, they want to win the game. And I think as my first time coaching, it's hard. Even, like, kids you close to, you might have to bypass them a couple of times. Like, nah, you can't get the ball this time. Uh, we need to win the game. So I think that's that's probably the funniest slash most hard slash awkward part of coaching is like this shit is to win because these kids want to win just as bad as the adults. Dude, uh, Kyle's brother's a savage. Yeah. The oldest one's a savage. Yeah. Of of um, I keep getting confused. That's Andre Andre's kids, right? Gabe and um. Nah, Gabe and Ike is Sansari's kids. Sansari's kids. Gabe's yeah. a savage. Yep. And Major's a savage. Yep. So Gabe wasn't playing around, and he was nice. I didn't mm-hmm. know he was going to be nice. He was nasty. So he's, yo, it's coming to me. Don't even look at a little bro. 
right. you got this. You're like <laughs> getting a chip. Right. Um, so they get two early ones back to back. Major, I think he's on the John Knowledge, and he's like, yo, like, look, man. Like, he goes up to that. I was seeing the Iker Knowledge. He goes, yo, pass it to him this time. So he goes over the case, like, run over there. And he comes at me, pulls me down, he goes, pump fake to him, and then throw it to me. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's worth it in the game. <laughs> so, yo, you little savage dog. <laughs> that shit worked, though. That shit worked. That shit worked, though. No, little kids is crazy, dog. Um, no, but that was fun. And then after I got done that, I transitioned to going down to your basement to where all the fellas were downstairs for the first time in my life watching a ladies' basketball game. When have you ever seen that? Never in my life. That was probably the most uh, – well, not probably. It was the most watched women's basketball game of all time. Of all time. 9.9 million viewers tuned in, and I don't think anybody – I was trying to get you to come downstairs for the whole first half. I don't – you was having a ball outside with the kids. That was a good game outside. I don't think, I don't think you realized what was happening, but I'm like, bro, this game this game crazy. You out there right. running around like Mike Vick trying to find an open player and shit. Like this game getting a little wild, but uh, – I did not realize what was happening. Yeah, that shit – from start to finish, was insane. Um, probably the best basketball game period I watched all year so far. Yeah, it was electric. Yeah. Um, now, that shit was crazy because I really walked downstairs, and you go down, and like, yo, it's me, you, Kyle, A, and Wayne, Mike, and an older fella I didn't know. Um, and Kyle's little brother. It's it, yeah, Kyle's little brother. It's literally nine guys that are locked into this locked game, in. like locked, locked in. in, like rooting interests. Like people are cheering against the other teams, cheering, cheering yeah. for their team. Like really, like not even on my phone. Like yo, what the fuck is going on here? There's no like, reason to be on the phone in that moment. And it was electric because like the coach had personality. Like the yep. players, the Caitlin Clark girl, like she's fun to watch. I've only yep. saw her highlights. Like she she moves like a guy. Yep. Like she moves like a real like guy guard. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel Reeves is dominant because her size. Like she doesn't have the best moves, but she's aggressive, and she plays like she plays like mm-hmm. a fella. Like she doesn't have the footwork and whatnot, but she plays aggressive. Like, and the point guard on the team too, that I had to read up on afterwards. Got that was her fifth fucking college in like four years, mm-hmm. and she was just she was aggressive as a motherfucker too. And then they had the America's Got Talent rapper on there. Yep. What the yep. fuck, yo? How good can you be at shit? This girl was yep. on America's Got Talent, Golden Buzzer, signed I to Rock Nation. She was also on Jermaine Dupri's show, if I'm not mistaken. And she's nasty. I was listening to her raps. Yeah, she's she hard. Rap. She's hard. She's she rap. hard. And she's not no like city girl rap. She rap raps like yeah. she raps. She yeah. It was crazy rap. to see that. It was crazy to see that. Um, great game. Good game. Uh, I think let's get to the backlash. Well, first, like I think the style of play says a lot of like how entertaining that game was, even though it wasn't close. But it was. But it wasn't. Because they was up 17. They were, game was close first half. I was saying like, I watched the second in, half only and it was electric. And I think the closest it got in the second half was what, nine points? Like nine, nine or seven. It, was, yeah, it, got, a little, it got a little crazy. But the first half, it was actually wild because in the beginning, 
Angel and Caitlin was going back and forth, basically bucket for bucket. Then the refs was on bullshit on both sides the whole game, but especially the first half. Uh, Kate or Angel got in foul trouble, and Iowa's big got in foul trouble. And it was wild because that's when the sub came in with the blonde hair and started hitting all the fucking threes. And I wish you'd seen how we acted when she hit the one at the end of the half because we all just screamed and walked upstairs and ate. It was like wild shit. Yeah, I never seen. I think I saw that she had 21 points in the first half and she mm-hmm. had five points in the first four games combined. She was averaging, uh, she had 11 all tournament and she was averaging like 2.2 for the tournament. That's crazy. Puts 21 up in the first half. That's crazy. Insane. Angel's kind of bad too. Angel Angel is marketing herself into stardom. I love confidence. She marketed herself into stardom. We all know Angel Reese because of her game and how she markets herself, which is kind of crazy to see that, I guess you call them the YouTube era kids, even though I don't think she's a YouTuber, but they just know how to market themselves. You see high school kids with thousands of followers just because of they know how to market themselves. And that's just the thing to do nowadays. We wasn't really on that, like, oh. Um, do you know the backstory? Why did she transfer from Maryland? I couldn't find uh, out. I think the second year she broke her foot. For sure. When she wanted to win a natty, and I guess she felt like she couldn't do it in Maryland. Okay, so, fair enough. Yep, just a little change of scenery. Fair enough. Um, all right, so let's get to the backlash. Um, end of the game, 30 seconds left, 40 seconds left. They're up 12, 13 games over. Uh, Angel Reeves is at the f- – in her spot on the foul, John, on the box out, and she looks at Caitlin Clark as the – Tony Ayo points mm-hmm. at the ring. Uh, then the game ends, and she walks down to John, and she does it again. Mm-hmm. You can't see him. He points at the ring, does it for like 10 seconds, and walks off. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the moment, I think you, AJ, and Mike were all like, yeah, talk that shit. Right. Um, me and Wayne were kind of like, eh, that's bad taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was the extent of the thought process. Like, really? it wasn't like, right. Oh, Shit, this is gonna be the biggest talking point. Nobody thought that nonstop. Nobody thought that. Did not think that at all. Like I, I was thinking, like, not something I would do. Um, mm. probably wouldn't want my players to do it. But like, some like some people talk shit like that. Some people like go over that. Um, you want to get your shit off? Cause I'm gonna do a tangent too. Uh, not really. Um, I feel like that's what markets a game like i just said she like a, a, she know how to market herself and what she did is gonna make us watch her next year and yep. we're gonna watch caitlin again next year because now it's like we see i think sports underrated thing about sports is rivalries we don't care about a sport unless it really has a rivalry um we want to see Jordan versus the Jazz. We want to see Magic versus Bird. We want to see Kobe versus LeBron. Kobe or LeBron versus Steph. We want to see Embiid versus Jokic. The trash talk builds a, a rivalry, and not only is that going to make next year's college season fire, it's going to make it when they both go to the WNBA more fire. The same way when Magic and Bird played in college, 
had a rivalry. America at the time pit them two against each other. Whether you want to say it or not, it was black versus white. Uh, in this case, it looked like the same thing when you look at social media, black versus white. And what it did for the NBA, that's when the NBA took off, when the, the 80s, Magic and Bird. So if Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark can take the mantle of women's sports and women's basketball in particular, but propel it to the next level that, oh, we watching every time them two play because we seen them battle in college. And I believe Caitlin got to come back, right? I think she is coming back. I don't know if she has to. Yeah, and if she comes back and they meet up again, what we seen 9.9 million people tune in for that game. You don't think they're going to hype that shit up? We're going to watch that shit. Oh, a regular season, if they match up, everybody's locked in. I guess Everybody's it's- watching it. And, it. and they could put that game on a primetime night. Like, nobody cared about nothing else other than that national championship game, which was actually crazy because it was like, okay – it's a national championship, women's, but why are we all tuned in? I don't know. And then you watch the game and you're like, okay, well, this is why we tune in because this is actually good basketball. And I think it also surprised a lot of people that good basketball was being played. It wasn't the typical because you can turn into a college men's or women's game and be like, I'm not watching this shit. Prime example is the men's national championship. Didn't even watch it for about seven minutes. I was like, all right, I don't want to watch this. Cool. They could have ran the fucking women's game back because it was that fucking good a basketball game. Um, crazy how quick this shit turned into a race thing. Um, turned into a race real, real quick. Turned into a race thing so fucking quick, man, so quick. And it's like, yeah, like it was. It went into like a race thing very quickly, and then it went to like, oh, why is it a race thing? And it was like. This shit's stupid to me, like, in general. Mm -hmm. Um, A few points here. So, did Angel go overboard, in my opinion? Yes. Did she go overboard to warn enough people to, like, snap about, like, be upset about it? No. Like, and the flip side of the shit is, like, the Caitlyn girl was talking shit the whole tournament. Like, she talked shit. She might not have followed her opponents afterwards the game to do it, but Mm -hmm. she did wave to John off. She did do the the Tony Yayo. She did point at her finger for the first three, four rounds, like, she talks shit. So if you open that energy and then something comes back, you can't say somebody did it too much. Right. If, if I punch you in the face and you curb stop me, I can't go, oh, you shouldn't have curb stopped me. I only punched you. I, I invited that by hitting you first. Mm-hmm. You can't say I overreacted if I invited a reaction by doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how like everybody's like, oh, well, she didn't do it specifically to her. It don't fucking matter. You know, like p- people aren't mad when the bully gets beat up. Right, nobody is. Nobody's mad when the bully gets beat up. You talk shit. Now you finally met somebody to bust your ass, and she's a bigger shit talker. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. That's what it happens. Like, oh, the fuck well. Oh, well. And she, to her credit, she came out, and she handled it with class, and she said, yeah, like, they pretty That's much they, they bust my ass. They talk some shit. It is what it is. No reason people be mad at her. Um, Flip side of this shit is. <sighs> The race shit is like, yo, like, I don't, like, yo, like, motherfuckers, oh, it's not, why are you guys making it a race thing? Why are you guys making it a race thing? Dave Portnoy came out, and he called her a classless piece of shit, mm-hmm. Barstool guy. I like Dave Portnoy. He's funny enough. Uh, another dude, classless fucking scumbag, so-and-so, so-and-so. Keep um, holding them. Fucking there it is. Yeah. Fucking piece of shit. Um, see, Willie and uh, uh, Gillian Wallow came out and pretty much, like, did damage control before they caught the backlash for working with Dave Porter, which I thought was unnecessary because it's it's fake outrage. 
Mm-hmm. Um, all this shit with my white friends, man. Like, like this is the shit when you guys start saying like, oh, why has it got to be a race thing? Why is it got? I'm sick of it being a race thing. Is it's not our place to say, yo, don't say it's a race thing. Right. It's not our place to say it. Like, you, like it sounds ridiculous when you're like, I'm just sick of it turning into a race thing. Like, you can't do that now. Like, I like it, it's just not like it's not fair to like me be like. Oh, I hate that this is a race thing. I'm sick of talking about it. Blah blah. It's like, well, motherfucker's been sick of racism for the longest. Right, right. Like, motherfucker's been sick of racism for the fucking longest. So, like, now that, like, oh, like, I'd wish they just stopped bringing it up. I wish they wish motherfuckers would just stop doing shit. And my question to them would be, how do you know it's not a race thing? How can you generalize all these different comments and say it's not a race thing? And uh, and and obviously she would w- been uh, repeating herself saying, "I've been she been saying this before this game. I've been dealing with this all year. Y'all been calling me hood. Y'all been calling me ghetto. Y'all say I'm this. Y'all say I'm that." And to Angel's credit, I don't care because this is who I am, and I'm gonna stay this way. And just like I said before, as her marketing, it's master marketing. You're gonna watch Angel Reese from now on. Why wouldn't you? Because guess what? There's going to be people cheering for her, and there's going to be people rooting against her. They're going to want to see her fail. It's going to be people that want to see her succeed. So, like I said, this this is only going to take the game to the next level. Um, and to the trash talking point, period, anybody that's ever played competitive sports, I don't give a fuck if you and the NBA are playing at a bullshit court. You talking trash the whole time. And me and you, heated arguments on the basketball court. Five minutes later, we eating fucking pizza seasons. We don't care. Yeah, a hundred percent into that aspect. Like, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest trash talker. I guess it depends on like I can be. Um, but if I'm playing against somebody that starts trash talking before I start trash talking, mm-hmm. and I start giving them buckets, and then I bust their ass, you better believe I'm telling them to eat a dick after I hit the winner, dog. Right. That's 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 the best feeling is when you but get the fuck off the court, dog. Fuck well, off. Or seeing them trash talk before you play them, and you like, oh, I can't wait to bust their ass. I can't wait. There's nothing it, better it, than it, humbling. Everybody loves to humble somebody, dog. It's right. just a thing. So like, I like whole backlash was stupid. Did she do more than Caitlyn did trash talking wise? Yes. Did Caitlyn start the trash talking so she invited the energy? Yes. Can you be mad if you start a fight and get beat up? No, it's a non-issue. It's a different thing if Caitlin Clark was running around like she was Kawhi Leonard. A hundred percent. That's not the case. That would be way fucking different it's if she was just it's, it's completely the innocent, not talking. I'm just playing. I'm just here to do my business. And that's that's I think that's the whole race thing is that you want to they want to see Caitlin a certain way. But even Kaylin admittedly, like, no, this is what I talk trash. Like, this is this is what I do. Like, I'm a hooper. I talk trash. I talk shit. And I think people trying to – it's funny to me when people try to – like I said, if she was Kawhi Leonard, cool, y'all can have all this outrage I want. Probably wouldn't have been as big of a deal. It would have been like, damn, she don't even say shit. Why are you talking to her? But if she's talking trash and she gets shitted on – Granted, she had 30 points. She did have six turnovers, but she had 30 points. And like nine assists. She had a good game. Yeah. Why are we why wouldn't you talk trash to her? Why wouldn't you talk trash to her? And 
again, I don't think I can stress this enough. It makes the game better. Everybody is going to watch them again if they play again. Locked in. I'm way more invested in the college basketball for girls than I am for guys, and I'm more invested than I've ever been. I'm locked in. And it's and it's and do you think that's the detriment of men's best college basketball is that they have the option to just leave after a year and the girls have to stay and play and we get to grow with these characters because now it's like okay we see the girl from Louisville that talks trash we're gonna watch her again next year. Well, here's the like kind of hypocrisy around the shit is we like controversy mm-hmm. and who was the most talked about player and probably the most watched games this year? Caitlin Clark. No, outside of that, for guys. Uh, who? Brandon Miller. Brandon, oh, yeah, Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller. Brandon, yeah. Miller. Brandon Miller. So, mm-hmm. like, I'd much rather watch somebody because they're talking shit than watch somebody because they were involved in some shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, like motherfuckers can, can be snobby and stick their noses up. But we like this kind of shit. We like the storylines. We like the controversy. Like, that's, that's what people tune in for. We like drama. Everybody now, likes drama. That's the other part is... They're not saying nothing about an angel off the court. This no is issue. all on the court. No issue. The refs don't have a problem with it. The other opposing coaches ain't saying nothing about it. The and refs ain't coming out saying like, oh, she was the fourth fourth leading scorer on the game, blah, blah. She set a record for double-doubles in the tournament. She won player of the year. First team All-American. What, 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 what else will we talk about? And if you about? watch the second half, when they started coming back, they just dumped the ball down to that uh, lady, and yeah. she got some buckets. Yeah, <laughs> she got some buckets. Thought so they dumped like it down there. She got up everything she's saying. So, like, I like, yeah, I, I complete non-issue to me, and, and kudos to the Caitlin for coming out and being like, "Yo, she competed. That's what she's supposed to do." And also, not a shot. We should go to the White House. We lost. That was they need to have their moment thing ever because I think even that fueled some of the race thing as well because. I'm pretty sure we all know damn well if Iowa won that game, Joe Biden's not saying I'm inviting both teams to come because they played a great game. 100%. I don't think nobody would have cared less if LSU won or LSU lost. Yeah, I, like, and I get, like, yo, if you do want to say it was classless or whatever, it's just kind of like, yo, just fucking, like, relax a little bit. You don't have yeah. to go through, like, I'm calling somebody a fucking idiot or a classless piece of shit. It is what it is. Who cares? And also, like, kudos to Angel as well, like, because she's taking this shit in stride. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all. Did what I did. Said what I said. Meant it. And, yeah, like you said, Wallow did do a little damage control. But I do like what he said. Like, we calling people pieces of shit over a basketball game. Weird. It's weird. Like, it's <laughs> is, is that serious, Dave Porter? Like, That's it's weird. a basketball game, but she's a fucking idiot she's a piece of shit because she talked trash in a basketball game that's weird man you could say trash because she did a you can't see me and pointed to her ring i could see if she went up to her customer i'll say you ain't shit we bust like there's literal fights in guys basketball two gestures and she's a piece of shit they punch each other in guys basketball sometimes right right literally punch each other like right no, Jack, Jack and Barkley got in a rumble and they talk to each other every fucking week. So like I like I yeah, I don't get it. Not Barkley that Larry Bird fist fault. Nobody called them. Barkley used to rumble all the time, dog. McMillow and them, they got in that big Denver, New York rumble. Well, fucking who was it? Uh, Chris Paul just or Rondo just stole Chris Paul or come on, mm-hmm. like shit happens all the time. What are you talking this, about? 
the double standard is crazy. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. Uh, both the ladies handled it well. Good for them. Uh, looking forward to watching some games next year now. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess right off that, because Joe Biden did say maybe we should have them both over there. I was reading an article before we came on today, and it said North Carolina's in the process of passing a, a banning participation trophies mm-hmm. um, for youth sports. Mm-hmm. Cool move, full move. What do we think? Uh, I don't know why you have to go to the extent of banning it, but I've never been a fan of the participation trophy. I think it gives a false sense of accomplishment when you get a participation trophy. This isn't sports is uh, something that you got to work hard at. You kind of got to be dedicated for it. Uh, you don't just get to. It's it's really no other level of sport other than kids sports where you play and you get a trophy regardless of how well you did. Yeah. Like a trophy should be a reward. And if, but I also still think that that's weird because why would government care? that? It's so much more to care about than make a law about participation trophies. Fake outrage, fake shit. Like it, it is stupid though. Like participation trophies. I, I'm don't like, I got them when I was younger. Don't get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't just show up to school and get C's. No. I can't just show up to work and get paid the minimum wage. No. I can't do it. So, like, there should be some effort there. I do think it's weird that, like, the people that really hate participation trophies are the mm-hmm. ones, like, our parents' generation, and they introduced participation trophies. Mm-hmm. Like, they did it, and now they're mad at our generation for some reason. You guys made it up. Right. You guys made it up. Like, that was on you. Like, maybe overreacting or overcorrecting. But, yeah, I mean, that shit is stupid. Yeah, I don't every kid like these kids do be thinking they need to get something for everything they do now. And I think it would be better. I think it's a better message if you keep that shit out and a kid says, Why don't I get a trophy? Because you didn't win nothing. So how do I get a trophy? Oh, you gotta work harder to and win something to get a trophy. Even to that, like 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 I said, we got them when I was younger and nobody really gave a fuck about the participation trip. No, and they're, they're, they're little Johns, they're like palm palm trophies, mm-hmm. and then the champions have the big shits. Nobody wanted to walk away with the winter season palm John. Nobody gave a fuck about them chips. No, and you get it, and you like, okay. It's a different excitement when you see the team that went. Wasn't the putting that shit on the dresser. No. Wasn't putting that shit on the dresser, dog. He wasn't no, you, you ain't you ain't even really want to put the runner up on. When I left when I left Virginia, I also left. All my participation trophies, I brought back. I, I brought one or two, like oh, like one of them MVP type of award trophies, and then I brought a, a, a championship summer league trophy home. I left the rest of them like, eh, all right, like if I had to pack everything, I don't need these other ones. Like these three would be fine for me. I do remember I had one particular one runner up trophy and it just it just had a dope spinning thing on it. And I, I put mm-hmm. that shit up because it was it was, it was on my uh summer league Glasgow championship trophy. Uh, yeah, it's somewhere mm-hmm. in my mom's in the first fucking game, but yeah. I yeah. Got yeah, that's somewhere in my mom's. I have that shit as well. That was a cool spinner one too, I think. Yeah, I had the spinner on it. I got my uh fucking graduating tassel hanging from that shit. I have no idea what my graduation tassel is actually. I don't know what my college shit is either. I don't know what my degree is so i think about that i think it's over there oh, i think it's over there yeah but I, I, yeah who cares right um we talked about it a little bit but well, we could go into the trump shit or we could wait 
Um, I think you probably saw today too with the Rich Homie versus Roddy Witch. It seems like they pieced it up, but from that, Rich Homie was bitching because he said, I think it was off DJ Drama's song. I think so, yeah. He got took off of that Roddy Rich was on and Wayne was on and Gucci was on. He basically said he was on it and he thought he killed the verse. And then he got word that Roddy Witch, uh, Roddy Rich told them to take him off. Mm. To which he said he'd put 10 million to Roddy Rich's 1 million that his catalog is better, mm. which made me think. I know everybody right off the rip, motherfuckers is too young. And they was like, oh, not a shot. And I was like, maybe. Yeah, that's a tough one. Maybe. That's maybe. Maybe. I think people forget. I don't even think people are too young. I think they just got to be reminded, like, nah, Rich Homie had a, had a run out this motherfucker. I, I saw him on Twitter and they said, what's he just going to play? Type away 10 times? Type away? Not what? No. Type away? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. That's, yeah. He's playing that first or some shit. Yeah, for sure. Right off the rip. Flex. Type away. Walk through. Um, word I can't say. My nigga. Yeah. All of the rich homie uh rich gang Johns. Lifestyle. Which is like three. Mm-hmm. Man of the year. Yep. Like that is essentials right now. And he's got ghetto with August Alcini used to be my shit. Mm. he's got some shit man and i don't know like it might be a tough john for him but like outside of that first john that what's his name had he doesn't have that many no i mean roddy that's what i said i I, roddy might edge it out but it's closer than what people would think yeah 100 if it was a five song joint it might be it might be tough for roddy but if we're doing 10 or 20 i think roddy will eventually get a win but yeah people calling rich homie stupid or thinking he overreacting he may have been overreacting again took off a verse because we all know if you listen to enough music you'll hear leaked verses about shit that didn't make albums and shit but people get took off of songs every day b every day gang that's the only thing i didn't like about it. buddy it's even if he did that is it if it's not out it's not a guarantee mm-hmm yeah, I don't know. It was it was definitely out of left field, but that's something you gotta get over. That's definitely Agreed. something you gotta get over. Agreed. Um Donald Trump. Donald Trump, man, 40, 34 indictments and arrested. No mugshot, no cuffs. How do we feel about the no mugshot, no cuffs for somebody that has bless you, somebody that has 34 indictments on? See, I don't give a fuck about uh this is the shit like where I would usually be like, man, it's bullshit. Like they should have fucking cuffed him and they should have put the mugshot. I think that's more empowering to him than it is to not get the mugshot and get cuffed. I think that shit would be if, if he did get the mugshot and get cuffed, I think his supporters would rally so fucking hard off that. And I think he would gain some fringe supporters that would be like, oh, they're they're out to get him because he's doing so good. Like people aren't that smart, man. They're not. <laughs> They're not that smart, and like people are easily influenced on shit like this. And it's like, should he have got mugshot? Should he? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Logical what you're saying about people probably would have rallied around him and made it a bigger deal than what it is. Even though I feel like if you got 34 indictments, like that's a big deal, and you should get treated just like everybody else. Get cuffed, get your mugshots, and you should have to post bail. 
Like you definitely getting special treatment, but uh, do I really care? No. From what I was reading, they gave him the option to have a virtual arraignment, and he turned it down. That's interesting. So he knows what he's doing. That's interesting. That's what I'm saying with the mustache, and they, I think they know too. So like, it's like it's not. This is a as weirdly as it sounds. Unless he gets charged on these, or actually like convicted. Mm-hmm. This isn't a bad case scenario for him if he beats them all. It's not. No. And uh, I was listening to, I think, the Brilliant Idiots, and I think they had the same thing saying as far as uh, this shit just going to empower his following even more. Like like you said, oh, they are out to get him. This is how they do. How are you going to do a president like this? Uh, they they hate Trump. They don't. They just don't want him to run, so let's vote for him. It's going to do more good for Trump than it'll do bad for him because he's already painted as the bad guy of America. And if it's one thing we know about America, we love the bad guy for, for some things, not not everything, but some things. America loves a villain. I mean, like, whatever, wherever you stand with Trump, you like his policy, you like his politics, you act like you like his policy, you act like you like his politics, you just like that he's brash, whatever it may be is. If you watch him at all, you know he's a master manipulator, which is why he's a good salesman, which is why he's a good TV personality. And this whole thing where he keeps going and going, they're trying to get you. They're not trying to fuck me up. They're trying to fuck you up. And I'm the target because they're trying to get you. Like, I'm going to fear fucking provoke the shit out of this. I'm fear-mongering the fuck. They're coming after your rights, your freedom. I'm just the target in front of that because I'm trying to stop them. And, And... I hate, like, when you manipulate easily influenced people, like, it's hard, like, because they're not trying to get us. They're trying to get him. Right. They're trying to get that motherfucker. They're trying to throw him under the fucking jail, bud. They are. And, like, is it politically influenced? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Did he do some illegal shit? Probably. Would they let it slide if he wasn't, like, in John? I don't know. I don't know. Don't know, but like this, what happens when you burn a lot of bridges? There, like same way, like the mafia motherfuckers was basically saying, "You can't get me. Eat a dick, and make sure they get you." Yeah, I'm wondering what the motive is behind it, especially if you know he's probably gonna get off, whether whether he beats the charges or not. Um, I feel like we all know he's not going to go to jail. Um, he's gonna run again, which is kind of insane that that's not a rule that. If you you can't get a job if you got a felony, but you can run for president if you got a damn felony. Um, so whether he gets convicted or not, he's still gonna fucking run. So I think it just goes to show the hypocrisy of America at the same time. Like we care about certain shit more than we care about the big shit, which is damn near everything. We care about uh Angel Reese pointing at her finger doing the Tony Yeo dance instead of uh fucking walking over homeless people whatever it is uh same thing with this we care about proving that trump did something wrong whether he has to face repercussions of going to jail or not it's just now he did this let's try to get him i think don't go after the motherfucker unless you got some concrete shit that's going to bury and this don't look like it's going to bury and he's not losing no sleep or or following over this. If anything, he's going to gain more followers. I doubt there's one Trump supporter that was like, 
Oh man, he gave Stormy Daniels uh, Stormy Daniels hush money. I'm not voting for him. I don't see that happening at all. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't get it all. I, I do think like they must think they have a some kind of some kind of idea that they think they're gonna get. Get a conviction here. They must. The fucking hell, man. This is They must. I'm over the Trump talk, though. All right. What else you got? Uh, teacher suing for 40 mil, the, the one that got shot by the student. Uh, right you, know what I, you know what I didn't realize with that? What? Nobody got charged in that. No, what was he? Nine or six? And we're showing Yeah, he's yeah, six. I thought like I like obviously you can't really do nothing with the six year old, but like I thought maybe like the parents. Child neglect. But I mean I always I I'm I'm back and forth on this, so I don't know if it was us talking about it or I heard it somewhere, but somebody was saying that the parents should get charged for somebody shooting up a school. Or parents should get charged if their child kills somebody with a gun that they own. At the, at the same time, it's like you can't control what your kids do. You there, can hide a gun anywhere. Shouldn't, the house. There shouldn't be a reason a six-year-old could get to a gun. That's that sounds logical, but at the same time, is you it have really, it locked up. That sounds so good. I mean, that you could so you could have that bitch out of reach. Put it on the top dresser, bro. When we were six, we was getting to whatever we wanted. We. <laughs> We was getting to whatever we wanted. If we needed a bowl for cereal, we was getting on the counter, climbing that motherfucker to get a bowl. Hundred percent. There's no out of reach for a six year old. You you nimble enough. You got enough coordination at that age to reach whatever you need to reach. Whether you got to pull a chair, uh, you standing on a damn fat back TV, whatever you got to do to get to something, you like gonna get to it. And I get this. I get the point of having a gun locked up. But I also understand why a lot of people don't have their guns locked up because you want it quick. If somebody breaks in a life or death situation, you putting in a nine, eight digit code to get to your gun. I doubt that's going where you finding trying to find a key for a safe. You typing in four digits, beep, 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 beep. Oh, they in that room. Okay. Nah, nah. A lot of people got that thing right next to their bed, under their pillow, in a drawer. Under the mattress, wherever they had a gun, like no, I don't. I get it, lock your gun up, but at the same time, in a life or death situation, you probably don't want that thing locked up, especially away from you. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the lawsuit was interesting because it said that the school uh, system or the school there had documented the six-year-old having potentially uh, violent behaviors multiple times the days leading up to the event, and mm-hmm. that's why she's suing. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is the school going to know if a six-year-old's going to shoot somebody? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like, pay her. I mean, pay her. They should pay her, because she got shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get her something. You got to get yeah. her something. She should get paid. I don't know if she's going to get the 40 mil, but, like, because, I mean, that is her career, and I can't imagine she would want to teach again. I definitely wouldn't want to teach again. So I guess there is a point to the 40 mil. 40 sounds crazy, but in all reality, it's like, is it that much to somebody that got shot while they, I mean, we went on a wild talk about it last week. 
getting shot at like you getting shot at work like i'm coming here to work and somebody um provide my service for shoot me crazy yeah i i, I think i'm on a little compensation for that 40 mil i'm not nobody to say that's too much or not enough but i'm not mad at the number but i i get it i get her position on it 40 mil a lot of fucking money though yeah i mean she should get it though whatever um Shit is crazy though getting shot by a six year old because six is young, dog. Like, that's yeah. I mean, imagine somebody a six year old pulling a gun on you, you yeah. like, oh, you wilding, yeah, buddy. One of your little cousins would have just popped me for throwing a bad pass playing football. Yeah, like, crazy, dog. Like, right, take the house, like, yo, I need nuts. to play, bro. You, I got popped. <laughs> <laughs> I need the crib, man. Um, anything else? So, you want to do random thoughts? Uh, pretty light week, man. Uh, we play week. Uh, did I touch on AI last week? Uh, the basketball player or the technology? No, the technology. Yeah, I don't think I did. But uh, <clears throat> have you heard these AI songs? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I heard the Kanye covers of a bunch of different songs. Yep. So... This AI shit is getting out of control. Uh, most yeah. recently, uh, I think it was was it Eminem that got a song pulled down because they was using his voice. Oh shit! Did not know that. Uh, but I was listening to Young Guru, uh, Jay Z's uh, engineer, and he was talking about you can't copyright your voice. And if you've heard these AI songs, you can literally type in anything or rap anything, and then it'll come back as that person's voice. Um, gift and a curse. That's kind of sick. Yeah, it's it's crazy. If you go to YouTube, they have every artist saying wild shit, rapping shit that sound like they were said. You can't tell the difference. You wouldn't know it's AI unless it was in the fucking title. But uh do we need regulations on AI and is technology moving too fast for our own safety? And I my opinion is I think it is. Um if somebody could just say something and then use your voice to say it i think that might be one of the most dangerous things <laughs> that could possibly happen because at that point it's like what can you prove and what can't you prove even back to the ai art did you see the uh when the, when the indictments first came out for trump the pictures of trump running from the police and him getting arrested by like yep. cops yep. and how realistic that shit looked yep and it was trending like it was real and it was like this shit is kind of crazy, and if we need regulations on something, we need to start putting regulations on this AI shit because this shit is getting crazy fast. Yeah, I was uh, I was listening to one pod, I forget what it was, but they were saying that uh, Elon Musk and a few other people were trying to do a treaty to kind of pause development on AI technology for a few months. They have to. Um, to figure out, like, all right, let's get some regulations because this shit's a little much because, like, if you can start using people's voices like that and make it sound like that, I mean, that's it's a little jammed up, man. Like, I, like there's a lot of bad shit that can come with that. Um, Honestly, I think it should be a harsh fine. Like, I think it might be a five-year sentence you use somebody's voice on AI. Because you could literally have somebody say anything. 100%. You could ruin somebody's life. You could literally, legit. And it just, just the same way as somebody being falsely accused, accused of something. It's the same thing as somebody just saying some foul shit. 
And you really can't come back from certain shit that's said. Like, you could say the most wild shit that I wouldn't say on this podcast that a celebrity would say on some AI shit and career done. They don't give a fuck because how many people is actually going to go back and say, oh, it's, it's, it read and say it was fake. Nobody gives a fuck. They Nobody play here and be like, oh, no, nah, I can't fuck with that person. I mean, people are falling for misleading titles and, and fake quotes yeah. on Twitter. Do you yeah. imagine if you attach a voice with that? And then, I mean, even down to the deep fake thing, we see, we all seen the Kendrick video, how realistic all that shit look. Imagine you combine the money to be able to do a deep fake, have AI voice, what you could do with that power. That's, that's, that's literally cloning somebody damn near. You like one step away from cloning, just not in the flesh. Insane. Insane. Yeah. AI is going to be the downfall of all of us. Cause this AI shit, man. Get some regulations fast. Harsh. It's, it's pretty scary, man. It is. Harsh. It is scary. Um, it's a random thought. I don't know. I don't really have a crazy random thought, but I was thinking like the other week of like, I'm glad it did make the change. But like, when exactly did bachelor party bachelor parties turn into like a bit, like a, like a trip? Is uh, opposed to what? Like, didn't they like you think like if you talk to older people, like they would just do like, I don't know, like a weekend at the bar. Or a night at the bar? Mm, that might be some 60, 70 shit. Is that some white shit? <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, like, and then, like, also, like, the idea of a bachelorette party is new as well. I could see how that's new because they just got their damn rights, what, 50, 60 years ago. Yeah, I know that's new because I used to just have the bridal shower, and I was thinking, like, I was talking, maybe I'm just talking to poor people, but they were like, yeah, we would just go to the bar. Like, John, but now I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, well, I feel like Vegas has been famous for bachelor parties for a while, though. We're strip clubs, period. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Take it back, then. <laughs> Take it back. All right. Use from the chair. Use from the chair, man. Short and sweet. Till next time.